welcome to Swarthmore Presbyterian Church's podcast. This is your host, Alex Evangelista. We are delighted you are here, and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. You are now listening to a sermon recorded for June 13, 2021, titled, What is the Kingdom of God Like? by Reverend Alex Evangelista. Will you pray with me? Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be holy and pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We have made it to our last Sunday of our program year, a time where we lift up our volunteers, our ministry over the program year. And it's given me the opportunity to reflect on what a year it has been, on how the church has responded to this unprecedented year. Naturally, when I reflect, I look for the verifiable outcomes. What are the concrete ways that our ministry continued? Concrete ways that we are witnessing to the kingdom of God today? It was life-giving looking back. When we no longer could worship in person, we found ourselves on the SPC YouTube page, seeing that we could worship together from our homes. When we couldn't meet in person, ministry continued as we all learned how to Zoom, mute, and unmute ourselves, having Sunday school, committee meetings, youth groups, small groups, all on a new platform. When social distancing prevented us from having a Christmas pageant, we had a drive-through worship experience led by our children, youth, and families. And when social injustice came to the forefront of our purview, we responded with the SPC credo, our resolve against racism, and the creation of an anti-racist task force. When I look back at the year, I look for the verifiable outcomes. How did we witness to the kingdom of God? I look for something concrete, something that feels manageable, understandable, under my control. It's natural because there is some sense of assurance in the concrete. Yet my reflection gnawed at me. Since I realized I was holding in tension these verifiable outcomes with the realities of the ministry. It was a dilemma. I saw our children and youth get serious Zoom fatigue. I missed a few YouTube services. I witnessed the ongoing effects of racism in our world, adding to the list of black and brown bodies who have died, adding too many new names, names that I should never know. I look back. And I also see how tiring the last year has also been. 
all of our faithful efforts, did it push us forward? Did we progress? Did we get closer to the realized kingdom of God? It rose in me a dilemma. What is the kingdom of God like? Because this tension of verifiable outcomes with the realities of ministry feels like it's missing something. What is the kingdom of God like? And our gospel reading today addresses the dilemma. What is the kingdom of God like? It's such an important dilemma that the kingdom of God dilemma shows up twice in these nine verses. And it's quite unique to the gospel of Mark as the parable of the growing seed only shows up in Mark. So what is the kingdom of God like? So far in the gospel of Mark, Jesus continually uses parables to communicate the good news. As Mark 4 verse 9 says, let anyone with ears hear, ears to hear, listen. Jesus gives these parables, and it reminds me of the illustrations I use in Sunday school, where illustrations can illuminate the message, can bring forth the good, new, the good news in a way that is understandable, concrete, leading to a verifiable action. For example, I'll share with the children the kingdom of God is like a home. If someone is to come to your home, you wouldn't ignore them, right? You would welcome them in, show hospitality, maybe even offer a glass of water. For when we show love to others, to all those we encounter, it's like we're inviting them into our home. This is what it means to be part of the kingdom of God. It's one illustration that hopefully illuminates the message that can feel concrete, understandable, and it leads to a verifiable action. If I show love to others, I am participating in the kingdom of God. The only issue with this illustration, with this example, is that the parables of Jesus today involve so much mystery, a miraculous event a confounding illustration that is not made of verifiable outcomes, of ways to participate in the kingdom, but instead it lifts up something else entirely. Truly, what is the kingdom of God like? Jesus says to those who listen, the kingdom is as if someone were to scatter seed on the ground, and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The illustration would be familiar to the hearers then, and it may be familiar to those who enjoy landscaping, gardening, or farming. There's a mystery that occurs in farming, a marvel, not one that one participates in, but better said, observes. We have no control of when it rains, if it's on time, if it's enough, or if it's too much. We can't control if it's cold or if it's hot. We can try our best with fertilizer or pesticides and placing the seed at when we think it is the right time. And sometimes it goes well. 
Sometimes it doesn't. It truly can be a mystery, one we observe. For when a seed would sprout and grow, we don't know how. We're not even sure why, but it happens. This, this is what the kingdom of God is like, Christ says. It's not something we can control. And how is this good news? It's because the kingdom of God does not lie on our verifiable outcomes, on our actions, on our participation, but it lies upon the one and holy name of Jesus Christ. It lies on the one who is redeeming all of creation. The kingdom of God is like scattering seeds that somehow after we scatter it, it produces grain, truly a mystery. And we know of this mystery, of this marvel, for through the power of the Holy Spirit, we observe when the grain shows up in our churches, in our lives, in the unexpected places, emergency rooms, grocery stores, indeed, wherever we see the power of God present. Our God is faithful. And the mystery of the kingdom of God speaks to the sovereignty of God. Hallelujah. For the second parable assures us the kingdom of God is intrusive. Sure, we can lift up how the mustard seed is tiny, 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 and that becomes the greatest of all shrubs. But y'all, the mustard seed is like a weed. Pliny the Elder describes the mustard plant as a hardy plant that tends to germinate rapidly and take over a garden. If any of y'all like gardening, you know how frustrating it is to deal with plants and weeds that invade uninvited, creating havoc around our gardens that require so much care. You can put all your effort into pulling these out, but they will always come back, not able to be thwarted. This is what the kingdom of God is like. It's not like our gardens that need so much care, but it's like an invasive bush that comes whether we want it or not. The kingdom of God comes unable to be thwarted, an invasive weed that puts forth large branches where the birds can nest and rest. What it must be like to rest in what the kingdom of God is like. It's a mysterious good news, a marveling good news, that God's realm does not depend on us, but on God alone, growing like a mustard seed, unable to be thwarted. Such good news that isn't about verifiable outcomes or examples of success and progress. Instead, this good news reframes for us. It's not that we hope that the arc of history bends towards justice, but that the arc breaks as the kingdom of God invades triumphantly. When we serve, when we teach, when we preach, and live our lives for God, loving kindness, doing mercy, we affirm that our God walks with us. All of this is not in vain just because we may not see quantifiable results. Instead, we are invited to marvel at the mystery of the kingdom of God, 
of God's loving grace that dwells with us. Let me, let me pause there for a second. Because this may seem like such a simple truth, a simple good news, maybe found under the sermon favorites, God is with us. But it's nothing short of simple when facing the realities of our world. For as soon as Jesus speaks of the kingdom and then explains to the disciples of this good news and this good work, Mark 4, verse 35, right after our reading today, they get on a boat and Christ falls asleep on the boat and the storms come and hits the disciples and they are terrified. They find it baffling that Jesus is not afraid. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And Jesus, too, is baffled. Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? In one of my favorite sermons by Augustine on this passage, speaks of the storms of life that come and hit us, terrifying us putting peril into our hearts, tossing them about, and it's because Christ is asleep in us. Wake Christ up. Remember him, for Christ will calm the sea so we can reach our destination. We have faced storms this past year. We have prayed that all of our actions have been faithful and true, we have celebrated together, cried together, and reflected together that it's been a hard and resilient year. But let us find rest in this simple truth, one that comes with the grace and love of our God, that when we face the storms, Christ is with us. When we scatter the seed, the kingdom of God is mysterious and marvelous. And it grows without our permission or invitation. For this is the good news. It's one given to us through the power of the Holy Spirit that grants a peace truly beyond understanding. It's a truth. Mysterious and marvelous. And we find it concrete. For our assurance and hope is in the one who has conquered death and given everlasting life. May it be so. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to this sermon, recorded for June 13, 2021, titled, What is the Kingdom of God Like? by Rev. Alex Evangelista. We'll see you soon, and may the peace of Christ be with you.